Hi there. Just before we get started with this episode, I wanted to let you know about a free training that I have coming up on the 17th of August. It's going to be held live, but of course, there's always a replay. And this training is for anybody who would like a more peaceful life with their dog. So if you are someone who finds some of your dog's behaviours quite challenging sometimes, whatever that might be, barking, not being able to be left alone, pulling on lead, not coming when called, struggling with massive emotions and anxiety and things like that. Or if it's more on the you side of things, so maybe you're struggling with massive anxiety, maybe you're struggling with depression or feeling as though you're doing enough for your dog, which is a lot of what we're going to be talking about in this podcast episode, actually. It's for you too. So this is designed to really bring together the emotional experience, not just of your dog, but also of you as a person and how we can think about both of you together so that you have a more peaceful life with your dog. So if you're interested, it's absolutely free. You can follow the link in the show notes to register and I hope to see you there. All right, take care. Bye. Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi there, welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. Before we get started, I'm going to have to do the most British thing ever, and that is complain about the weather because, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's August and I don't feel like we've had sunshine since June. It's not cold, but it's raining. It's windy. There was even some hail this morning. Absolutely appalling behaviour. <laughs> I want some sunshine. It's crazy because mainland Europe is sweltering in 45 degrees. And then we're over in the UK like, oh, put a jumper on. <laughs> so anyway, now that's out of the way. Today, I'm going to talk you through a really super simple game that you can do with your dog to encourage them very gently and very kindly and in a fun way to come home when they don't want to come home. (laughs) So just before we get started, if you do have a dog that does stop on walks, doesn't want to go home, doesn't want to move in a certain direction, of course, the first thing you want to think about is why. Why is the dog doing this? Is there some pain there? Is there something scary in the direction that you've been in? Something obvious to you or maybe something that's happened in the past? They're like, I don't want to go that way. I want to go this way. Um, I Maybe even just as simple as a preference. I prefer this route. I get to see the cat on the wall when we go this way. Or I get to look in that bush where I once found a hamburger and see if the bush has magically produced a second hamburger for me. <laughs> there may be lots of reasons why your dog has a preference for direction or doesn't want to go a certain way. So just wanted to quickly say that because we want to kind of rule those things out first because obviously we want to make sure the dog's not in pain, for example, first. But if we come to the conclusion that this is happening, your dog is stopping at a certain point because they can see you are heading back towards your house, your front door, and they are like, I'm not done with this walk. Please, can we carry on? (laughs) This might be helpful. 
So I try as much as I can to really listen to my dog's communication. And I did do an episode about this a little while ago and I was talking about one of my dogs didn't want to come in from the garden, was really giving me a look like, please don't let me, don't make me go in yet and discover that she needed the toilet. Okay, so try and listen as much as you can. And if it is possible sometimes to not go back in when they've asked to stay out, maybe you can do that. So, you know, if you've had a little trot around the block, they've gone to the toilet and you want to go in and watch TV (laughs) and they're like, oh, I don't want to go back yet. You might say to them, okay, do you want to go this way? And they say, yeah. And then we walk to the left and we do maybe another 10 minutes and then we come home. So if that's an option, I would definitely do that for my dog some of the time. Sometimes it's not an option though. Sometimes you do need to get home for whatever reason. And what we don't want to do is to use force to drag our dogs with us. So whether you are using a harness, a head collar, a flat collar, whatever, long line, we don't want to use our physical strength to drag that dog along with us. That's not very nice for them. Um, Not great for your back either, probably. So we want to definitely avoid that. I also, as much as possible, want to avoid luring with food um there's lots of reasons for this the main one for me is the dog knows what you're doing for the most part um and it puts them in a little bit of a conflict because they've already said they don't want to go back inside um but then they're like oh I guess I kind of want that piece of you know sausage or whatever that you're dangling in front of my mouth so I guess I'll come in but it's not doing wonderful things for your relationship And ultimately, you're probably going to have to use that food law every single time um, because the dog is going to be like, well, I guess if I wait it out, that food might appear. So that might be worth my while. But again, it's not doing wonderful things for your relationship. Um, So that's one thing the other thing to think about there of course is your availability for things because maybe they will come in for sausage but they're not going to come in for a bit of I don't know cheese or a bit of kibble so you've got to always make sure you've got the really good stuff in order for that technique to work um worse than that though is teasing your dog with food so pretending you have something when you don't or dangling that piece of cheese in front of their nose to get them to come in and then putting it back in your pocket and saying no you can't have it That is a a wonderful way to get your dog to mistrust you as soon as possible. I see this quite often with people calling their dogs in from the back garden or the backyard. They're like, hey, Fido, come on, come on, shake the treat bag. So the dog's like, oh, yeah, great, comes running in and then they don't get a treat. Again, try and avoid that as much as you possibly can. Just just flout, avoid it, don't do it because you are tricking your dog. Um, it's definitely not going to build trust and it's not going to work either after a short amount of time because they'll catch on to that and be like, well, I'm not going to go back because I never get the treat. So we want to avoid that as well. And just lastly, this kind of goes hand in hand with force, but avoiding using our either body language to kind of uh, like, walk behind the dog to try and usher them along um or our voice come on let's go and you start getting that tense tone that creates 
potential feelings of fear and worry in your dog as well. And it's probably going to make them less likely to want to come with you because you're being a bit stressful and a bit a bit harsh with them potentially. So those are the things that we really want to avoid when we are in this situation where we need to get home. And you may only be three meters from your front door, but your dogs put the brakes on, they're lying down or they're sitting or they're even pulling backwards, which again can be a worry because they might pull out of their harness, pull out of their collar. And of course, we don't want to be in that situation either. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to play a really simple game that we play inside Canine Connection, and that is called Run, Stop, Run. And it does what it says on the tin. You do not need a lengthy explanation for this one, but you're going to practice this outside of the situation that we're talking about. So practice in your house, in your garden, practice in the park, practice wherever you like. And all you're going to do is you're gonna be with your dog, you're gonna get their attention by calling their name or something like that, be close to them. You are gonna run a couple of steps, they're hopefully gonna chase you, you're gonna stop, and then you're gonna run again. (laughs) Now, this is obviously tapping into most dogs' desire to chase, even if you don't have a particularly chasey dog, most of them have got some desire to chase in there. you are making it fun. If you want to, you can give them a treat on the end too, but that doesn't really matter too much for this or a toy because what we're thinking about is getting that movement, getting them chasing us, which is often fun for dogs in of itself. You can use your voice, you can use your face to show them that this is really fun. And when you do the stopping motion, you can add in a bit of anticipation as well. So I will often, so let's say I'm working with my dog Aya, which is what, she's the dog that I've used this um, this game with before for this particular thing that we're talking about. Sometimes she's like, I don't want to go in, mom. And I'm like, I know, darling, but we need to. <laughs> so I will be like, ready? And then I will run, she'll chase me, we'll stop. I say stop. And then as we stop, again, add that bit of anticipation. Ready, 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 go! And then we run again, and then we stop again. And again, I'm not using food or toys here. I'm not luring her, I'm not dragging her. She wants to come with me because that's really fun. And when you when you use that kind of anticipatory ready, I see her little eyes light up. She's like, yes, I'm ready. What are we doing? Are we running? <laughs> so again, super simple, super easy, does not require much thinking from you or from the dog. If you are someone that struggles with mobility, you don't have to run a really long way. You can run on the spot. You can run just a couple of steps. Even if you're someone that uses a mobility scooter, I've done this with a lady that uses a mobility scooter. She just would go fast in the scooter and then stop and then go fast again. So it's hopefully something that lots of people are able to use and to access. Um, It's something that I think most dogs enjoy as well. And again, you're not using any of that kind of force um which is what we are definitely trying to avoid and that's going to strengthen your relationship so if you have a go at it i'd love to see i'd love to see your videos or at least to hear how it went do come into our facebook group kindness is essential not optional dog training support let me know how you got on or drop us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com and just before you go just wanted to quickly let you know our books have now reopened for the tail end of August and September 2023. So if you have been waiting to book in a trauma-informed behavioural assessment with me, those books are open again now. So 
it's a behavioral assessment so if you have a dog that is struggling a little bit with their emotions you've got some behaviors that you're struggling with a little bit with your dog possibly and you would like some behavioral support that's what it's there for what we mean by trauma informed is that we look at the whole dog we don't just look at the behavior for example barking we look at everything that might be contributing to how that dog is feeling and also how you are feeling and coping with that situation because you are just as important a partner as your dog is so we really look at supporting everybody and understanding where everybody is coming from so that we can put a plan in place to help things to start to feel a little bit easier so if you've been meaning to do that or you've been waiting for the books to open again they are open now and they do usually fill up relatively quickly so you can go check that out by visiting our website www.pauseupdogs.com or sending us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com All right, everybody, I will catch you next week. Take care. Bye for now.